You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. I had to introduce myself. Well, I only introduced my, well, just my name. Um, along with my husband, the senior pastor of this church. Because I, I, I feel a need to do that because I see some people looking at me and thinking, who, who is she? Who is this fine lady? What happens in ladies' meetings? Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. We are just free in this house. Ladies, just be here with me. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. This morning, I thank the Lord for the opportunity to bring the word to you. And I'm excited about the word he has given me to share this morning. And it is titled... The doubling mindset. Not the double-mindedness. The doubling. Have you heard of money doublers? <laughs> the mindset that doubles. That's what I want to talk about this morning. Because I believe that the Lord wants everything we do to be in doubles. I believe that it's enough now of those little, little things, those single things you do. Because he himself, he's the God that opens double doors. And so for you, he's saying to you, I expect to see double results in your life. Everything you touch must be doubled. There's a song, that, um, I don't know his name, Uche, I think. I, I did like that song, I have to be very honest. <laughs> yeah, just, I, it, it just was somehow, <laughs> you know. And, and, and I would sing it if you say everything, not double, double, no, not double, you know. And I, somehow I just thought it was just one of those songs, you know, when you are greedy. When you, you just want more, double, double. You know, he says, uh, 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 my, mu my music sales, double, double. So I was thinking, ah. Without realizing that God expects us to double stuff. Hallelujah. Can we read Matthew chapter 25? Let's read from verse 14. Matthew 25. My word is. All right, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went out on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them, and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two, gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground, and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. 
And so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. Someone say double, double. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And he also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. And his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, ripping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. Someone say, I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. He says, I went and did what? Hid what? In the ground. We'll get back there. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said, and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I would have received back my own interest, my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He says, cast, and that's it, thank you so much. He says, cast the unprofitable servant. Cast the one who does not know how to double what he has been given. Take that one who does not know that when I give you something... I require you to double it. He says, cast him into outer darkness. But before we get, go further, if you go back to verse 14, you will see where he says that the kingdom is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servant and delivered his goods to him. The first thing I want you to note in this scripture is the fact that the goods that was delivered did not belong to the guys. They were only stewards. Amen. Now, whenever we talk about talents and whenever we talk about the abilities God has given to us, we always think it's my stuff. It's my thing. It's my ability to sing. It's my ability to make money. It's my money. We always think of it as ours. And whenever you think of something as yours, you can decide what to do with it. If you want to use it, you use it. If you don't want to use it, you don't use it. It's nobody's business. But I want you to know this morning, based on the scripture, that you are only but a steward. 
the talents, the things God has given to you do not actually belong to you. Okay, that might not be good news to some people. Because you could be saying, you, you know, I know God gave me their ability to sing. Not everyone can do what I can do. Lucia, are you there? You know? <laughs> okay. Tuli, are you there? She was laughing. He says, you know, I, I can sing. God gave it to me. And I can choose to sing or not to sing. Without realizing that there comes a day of reckoning. When he's going to say to you, I need to see what you have done with what I gave you. But if you think that what you have is yours to pocket as you please. To say today I will use it, tomorrow I will not. Or in fact, I don't even have to use it. He says he delivered his goods. And he gave one five talents, another two talents, and another one talent. According to what? You know the scripture. According to their abilities. He gave them according to their abilities. I could almost picture the guy with the one talent, you know, because he waited for his turn. Ruzani, according to your ability, five talents. And then one talent is still waiting. Malibu, I've checked you out. I know what I've put in you. I know what you're able to do. I know the grace on your life. And according to that ability, take two. Jessica, woman of God, Pastor Jessica, I know your abilities. I know what I've put in you. Here is one talent. And then you look at your talent. Huh? What, what's happening here? I have one, she has five. Can I say something to some men in the house? Where are the brothers? I like your boldness. Guys, you're here. Who have? You may be sitting here, elder. And a talent is released to you. Don't despise it, especially if five was given to her. Because sometimes some men think women don't have talent or shouldn't have. He gives according to your ability. So he checks you out. Listen to me. Whatever it is you've been given, God knew you would be able to do what he has asked you to do. And that's why he gave you that ability. It does not matter your gender. It doesn't matter if you're a woman. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter. I looked at that man. I think it's Nick something, the evangelist, the guy with no limbs. Nick. And I'm thinking... If that man has no excuse, if he's busy doing the work of God, if he's busy using that half body to do exploits, what about you with two talents and with five? And so this guy had one talent and he decided to do something. The Bible says 
he dug and he hid it and he covered it very nicely. He tidied it nicely. You will never know it's there. You know there's some undercover talented people here. Undercover talents. He gave you the talent. You took it. You checked out other people's talents and you're thinking, if I had that one, I would have used it. If, if I could only preach like Pastor Eric, I'll be standing here. I, I can't preach like Pastor Eric. You all know I can't preach like Pastor Eric. I can preach like Pastor Oba. <laughs> Amen. And so he looked and he thought, mm -mm, this talent, my master is a hard guy. Let me hide this talent. First thing you need to know and understand, in the beginning, Genesis 1.28. Can you put that quickly? Genesis 1.28. Because you may be thinking, well, the master, as he was leaving, he just gave them some talents and went away. There wasn't really instruction. Yeah, someone is nodding because you, you saw that. You're like, but what did they do wrong? Or what did he do wrong? They didn't instruct them, you know. Genesis 1.21 said, and God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and what? I want you to read it out. Be what? Be fruitful and multiply. For you to be on this earth, you have the mandate to multiply. You must multiply. If you are here and you cannot multiply, outer darkness. So you may be thinking, oh. But he didn't say. I think it's Luke. I'm not sure what chapter where he talks about the miners as well. The master that gave his servants. He said to them, do business till I come. In other words, what I am giving you is not for you to admire and to pack it up nicely. It is for you to double it. Someone say double. It's for you to double what I have given you. Hallelujah. There's nothing... You know, when I was, when I realized, when I realized uh, that um, I needed a shift, a change in my mindset, was when I realized that what I have doesn't actually belong to me. You know, because before, look, I can't come and control how you use your stuff, can I? I cannot ask you to give an account for what is solely yours. Are you following? But what I took and handed over to you and asked you to use it and to do well with it, I have a right. I have a right to come back and say, what did you do with what I gave you? And so the first thing that needed to change for me was the fact that it's not mine. And as much as we sit here and we say, yes, God has given me gifts and God has given me abilities and all of that, and they're mine, I need you to let it sink. You are only a custodian. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think it was pastor, we were in uh, Kempton Park yesterday. He said something very profound and I need to quote it. He said, if something is given to you and it ends with you. You are a bad ground. 
wicked. He says, if you are given something that you are supposed to, in my words, do business with, and once it's given to you, is the end. You're unprofitable. Do you know that there's some people, if you want something to die a natural death, if you want a project, hello, if you want a project to die today, hand it over to them. It ends. But there are certain people that have the ability and the mindset to double everything they've been given. And so, when you want certain people, if I want something to move, hello? If I want something to move, I know who to give. I know who to call upon. Because those people have the mind of doubling whatever they're given. But unfortunately, there's some of us that once it gets to our hand, it's over. No matter the potential of that seed is over. I thought about it and I thought, if I were God, even I will give Bill Gates. Hey, hello? Even I, I will give him. Because I know that if I give him, he will do something with it. But we are here speaking in tongues. You know, different styles. My God. And we are speaking. And we are demonstrating. But yet, when it has been given to us, we go, eh, eh, eh. That's the end of it. Listen to me. Every country, every, the con we will give an account of what God has given to us. Africa will give an account. One day, the God who put resources in this land, in this continent, will come to us and say, what did you do with the resources that I put? What did you do? We're just consumers. Consumers or hoarders like this other guy. He hoards it, he keeps it. But do you double it? It's not in our character to double. When Africa, we even import toothpick from China. Any Chinese in the house, I just want to bless you. <laughs> we actually I don't know about South Africa I know some places I don't want to name them where they import toothpick toothpick toothpicks I can make one now are you following I can quickly make toothpick to use now but Africans are such consumers that we don't know how to multiply. You look outside trees, everything that we cannot make toothpicks. We will give account. We will give account. 
And so this man, let me try to get back to this guy. This man, he said, <laughs> I was afraid. Can we just go down to where the master came? When the master came and was asking, says, uh, Matthew, are we back there? Is it verse 25? No, 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 uh, the verse, is it 25? Matthew 25, 25. He says, I was afraid. And I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Go to verse 24. He says, Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. 25. And I was afraid. And I went and I hid the talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. When I read that, I was thinking of me and I was thinking of you. Because maybe you are not saying to the master, you are a hard man, I was afraid. But there are other things that have made you afraid. There are things that have made you afraid to use the talent he has given you. But what I realized from this is, it doesn't matter your excuse. It doesn't matter what made you afraid. It, you might say, I was afraid of their faces. Hello? I was afraid of how they will view me if I do what you asked me to do. I was afraid to fail. I was, af I was afraid. I was like, you can have as many excuses, but do you know the sum total of your excuse? When you say, I was afraid they are going to look at me in a particular way. I was afraid they would not accept me. I was afraid of the... All the Lord is saying, you are wicked. And I looked at it and I thought, if I know that God has given this to me and I'm not using it, and you are my reason, Ruzani, do you know God is not going to ask Ruzani? He's going to come to me and he's going to say to me, why did you not use what I gave you? And, and I would say, uh, because every time I tried to use it, Ruzani kept giving me, you know, well, those killer stares. Yeah? Every time I get up and I'm trying to do what I'm supposed to do, the kind of look fairs, not you fairs, but I'm... Um, that the kind of look she gives me is a look of, shut up and sit down. Every time I rise up and I, and I want to do what you said I should do, Lord. I, the resistance I get, even from the people you sent me to, it makes me just want to crawl under a hole somewhere and bury myself. And then he will say to me, you are wicked. And I'm thinking, but Lord, don't you understand what I am saying? 
don't you understand how difficult it is to cultivate and to use the ability that you have given me? He says, you are lazy. And I'm saying, Lord, it's not about laziness. You, you, if you were in my shoes, Lord, if only you were here, you would understand. You would understand. Jeremiah. When Jeremiah was called, what was his excuse? He says, I'm but a child. I'm a youth. I'm a youth. I'm not the kind of person that can use this skill that you have given to me. I'm not the kind of person. You, me, prophet. I cannot use that skill. Find somebody else. This guy looks good. He looks prophetic. He looks like he has the ability to pull down from heaven. And to give it here. Spread it nicely. He says, not me. Look at me. I'm nothing. I'm a youth. Come, sweetie. Come. He says, I'm nothing. I'm just a youth. Well, not like her. She's a very... She, she, you know, I, I want to use a youth who doesn't talk, but <laughs> this is a youth who talks, who knows who she is, amen? You know, but just uh, imagine that Ikimelen doesn't see him. He says, but I, I'm just a youth. I'm just a child. And he says, I know you. He says, even, even. While you were in your mother's womb, before your mother, you know there's some conceptions you don't even know you've, you've taken in. Before she knew she had taken in, I already ordained you. And so for you to say, I am but a child, when he comes and then I say, so Ikimelen, so what are the stuff I gave you? What have you done? I say, I'm a youth. But I'm a youth. Answer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> can't even speak <laughs> we will go to Moses because he was like her he says uh, uh, mm. I can't speak I don't have what it takes uh, and God will say to you you are wicked She's doing what she's supposed to do. <laughs> he says, you are wicked. You are wicked. Moses was being sent. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Moses was being sent in Exodus to go deliver the children of Israel. And he says, I, I don't know how to speak. I'm not eloquent. I don't know how to speak as I should. You know, there's certain kind of English. You, you know, there are some people you don't, you know, you don't expose me to certain people. I will just destroy the English. <laughs> you know, Lord, if you expose me to them, they, they will never come to Christ. You know, you know, you have excuses. He says, I'm a st stammerer. I cannot you know what I thought of when I thought of Moses and I thought of Uba? I thought of the fact 
that if this stammerer did not eventually rise up and use what God had given him and do what he was supposed to do, there would have still been bondage somewhere. And so you sit there and I sit here and I'm thinking, oh, because you don't like me, so I will not do what I'm supposed to do. And for that reason, I leave half of you in bondage. It's wicked. Because of one human or because of one fear, then everyone else stays in bondage. Everyone else remains. No one else is able to profit from what you are carrying and from what I'm carrying because we are afraid. He says, you are wicked. You are wicked. You are wicked. You are wicked. You are lazy and you are wicked. You are lazy and you are wicked. Some of you, maybe you were just corrected even while you were doing what you were doing. And we just said, ah, you know, you need to just do it better or do it this way. And you're like, okay, I won't do it again. It's because you think you are the owner. That's the reason why you can decide, I won't do it again. What can they do? It's mine to give and it's mine not to give. But when you realize you're a steward, you will know that you must Use what you have been given. 26. Can we read 26? He says, but his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked. Can we read that together? And I need you to read that wicked and lazy servant with passion. Read it so that it resonates within you. Because he was given so-called reasonable excuses. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I will reap where I have not sown. And gather where I have not scattered seed. 27, you don't need to read now. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own interest. I looked at this and I... This is just my own thinking. The Lord is saying, the master is saying, that ability I gave to you, even if you didn't want to do anything, can you hand it over to somebody? And, and I was thinking about it. I said, what if, this is just me, what if even that one talent and he's thinking, uh, he despised it or whatever, or he said, I don't know how to use it. And he came and he says to the one with five, I know you know what to do. I know you know how to double it. And we make a deal here. You will help me. We will double it to take your interest. <laughs> because that's what the Bible says. You should have put it in the bank. Because I need some interest here. And I'm thinking, what if Whatever, whatever it is is intimidating you and you're able to go to someone and say to the person, I, I don't know what to do with this thing because I'm feeling someone. Listen to me. Even me, Pastor Uba, I still share some things. Prevailing women, where are you? 
I have, have I not told you stuff? I will still open up and I will still tell you when I didn't feel like coming to the front. And I will still say when I wanted to hide myself behind. But when God says you better rush out, you better be there because you're going to give account. You need to be able to find who to go to and say, help me cultivate this thing. Help me cultivate this ability. Help me do this thing. How do I go about it? Instead of being an undercover talent. Josh, you will be amazed at the number of people that can play the keyboard and wipe you. (laughs) We're not comparing. I'm just saying that there are people, there could be people that will lift up their voices when they sing. Sunny, you, you know, when they finish singing and they say, okay, Sunny, come and take over, you'll be like, it's okay. <laughs> I will sing next week. But you will never know because they are what? Undercover. And when God comes, he's going to say to Sunny, well done. Because he gave you according to your ability and you doubled it. The one with five, if you go back to scripture, you will see that the same commendation he gave to the two. The one that doubled his five, he said, well done to him. The one that doubled his two, same commendation. The only person that had a problem was the one who did absolutely nothing. The one who decided, my thing is not good enough. The one who decided it's so little. Do you know it could just be because it was one? It's such a small thing. It's insignificant. Do not despise. Do not despise what God has given you. And do not despise where you start from. Hello? Everyone is supposed to start from under and keep coming up. Well, except you're a grave digger. That you will start from the top and and then you go under. But as long as you're not a grave digger, you will start from there. So you do not despise what God has given you. God is going to require an account from us. And we need to be able to double everything. As I'm standing and I'm speaking this morning, I'm thinking, how can I double what I am doing? How can I double my, my effectiveness? Amen. How can I double my influence? You hear the word. As you are receiving this word, you're thinking, how can I send this word further than this place? How can I get more people to hear this? How can I I get more people to use their talents? How can I duplicate myself? You receive your salary. How can I double the salary? No, but you know, we're hoarders and consumers. When we get it, you know, it's Black Friday. I mean, the number of text messages I received for Black Friday and emails, I thank God I didn't have money. (laughs) Because I would have been running all over. No, I I don't do stuff like that. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, When last did somebody buy something from you? When did you double what you have and sell? When last? 
But you are busy buying, buying, consuming, consuming, consuming. It's Black Friday. It's good, whatever. It's sales. It's winter sales, December sales, whatever. You are running around consuming, consuming, consuming. But there's no doubling. God wants us to begin to double what he has given us. He wants us to begin to double. Somebody say double. Double what he has given us. You need to double your abilities. Amen. Whatever it is you were able to do, you work on doing more. Think about, look, if you're a business person, think about how to double your influence. Think about how to double your, your output. Amen. Think about how to double the money that comes, the money that, you know, think about it. How do I double it? God requires me to double it. Amen. I'm required to double. I'm required to be fruitful and I'm required to multiply. Your fruitfulness and multiplication is not just with children. I'm sure you know that. Because if it were with children, then I, would, I finished multiplying 18 years ago. And after 18 years, when I had my last child, that was the end. No more multiplication. But when I sit here today, I see multiplication. I see multiplication. Do you know some of us, we receive the word. I, I'll never forget. I won't call the person's name. She's looking straight. We were supposed to. We went to a baby shower. That was long ago. And we went to a baby shower. And she was supposed to share. And she didn't want to share the word. And she begged me, please, please, can you share? Please, please. And eventually I said, oh, okay. And then what I shared was what I had just shared with them in a meeting we had. And she was like, and I wanted to share that word. <laughs> Listen. But she said, but I just felt it was our word. It's for us. Nobody else needs to know this word. It's ours. And it wasn't with a bad, you know. It was, it was just our thing. And then she's like, and now you're sharing it with everybody. Everyone is knowing what we shared privately. Because there's a need to multiply. Whatever word you receive, don't hoard it. Whatever you have been given, don't, don't think, no, this is for me. Let me go hide it. Let me go keep it underneath. I need to do something. Listen to me. The moment your mind shifts and you see that everything I've been given needs to be doubled, needs to be multiplied, then you, you enter into a new dimension. Because there's something about you knowing what you're supposed to do with what you have received. If you don't know what you're supposed to do, or if you feel that I'm supposed to hold this or keep this or hide this, it will never profit you. But when you have the mind that this thing I've been given, I'm supposed to double it. Everything, all systems go, your mind, you're thinking the right thoughts. You're thinking about it, amen. You're planning, you're thinking... You know, when you see certain adverts, I think it was a pastor who said to me once, he said, how do people come up with such crazy ads? Where, what are they thinking? I said, that's all they do. They sit and they think, how can I capture the audience attention with this ad? And so because they are conscious of it, they make sure 
that they are thinking along those lines. When you become conscious of doubling, then things will become open to you. When you become conscious of multiplication, then you're going to begin to take certain steps. You are not going to do things as you used to do things. When you become conscious of the fact that I need to double this, I need to multiply this, there is a way you begin to engage your mind, your thoughts, and your prayer. Hallelujah. I see people in the house this morning who are rising up and saying, I was brought to this earth to be fruitful and to multiply. And my time of barrenness is over. The season of doing nothing is over. The season of not producing is over. The season of, of not multiplying is over. The times of not doubling is over. I have a new mindset today. I have a new mind that knows that this is what God expects of me. And I will begin to double it because it's required of me. Hallelujah. I told pastor he's going to come and he's going to continue this message. Take it to the next level. Amen. Come on, welcome Pastor Eric. Take it to the next. <laughs> you know, you have said everything. She she I mean, I don't know about you. I just feel that this, this is a rema word to us. God is speaking to us. You believe that? How many, how many people can, you can relate with this word? God is telling you, you need to double, double whatever it is he has given to you. And don't think you have nothing. Everybody has something. Everybody has something. There is nobody that is bankrupt. I'm telling you, God sends us with abilities. It is his investment. And if you look at that scripture, verse 14, verse 14, look at verse 14, what the Bible says there. He says, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man. Now, Jesus is teaching about the kingdom, how things work in the kingdom. That is how the kingdom operates. By doubling. Do you understand? Anything kingdom must be doubling. Continuous doubling. Anything kingdom. So if it is truly kingdom and it doesn't double, well, I suspect. Because even Satan is learning from God to double, to double what he has, how much more you and I. God has given us abilities. Listen, every tribe should double. Next year is double. Next year, next year we're going to have double services. Hallelujah. Yeah. We have to start thinking double. Thinking double. Everything must be double. Amen? So you double your influence. Now, you receive, how many people work? Do you receive salaries? Okay, fine. You need to start thinking, you need to start thinking of how to double your income. Start thinking that way. All right? And don't expect your boss to do the thinking for you. 
Because your bones, that's not his responsibility. You start thinking of how to double that income. And that means that it doesn't have to come from the same source. Do you understand? Start praying. Start praying. Start asking God, show me how to double this. Why? Because if you cannot double your income, you cannot double your giving. How do you do that? So you need to start thinking like that. And I believe that God is lifting the roof off our lives. I receive this as a prophetic word. I don't know about you. This is a prophetic word. I refuse for things to die when they get to me. I refuse that. In the name of Jesus. I'm not barren. And I'm not going to be barren. I will fight every barrenness. In the name of Jesus. I fight that. And you need to resist that. It's, it's, it's a way. This, this word is, is to help you to target your faith. Because if you don't begin to put, give your faith a target, it won't, it won't kick in. Do you understand? Yeah. So, we are, we are thinking, I mean, I thank God for the, for the, for the media team. We, we're here, but people are listening to us from everywhere. That's a way of doubling. Come on. Let's, 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 let's appreciate them. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. During the conference, we had people watching from Malaysia, from the U.S., from the U.K. You know, it's, it's amazing. So, we have to double. We have to double. Now, if we are going to reach every household in Midran, and we, we, we only think single, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you multiply. You know, it is just... By the time you start multiplying doubles, I mean, just think about it. Yeah? The least should be a thousand. But you have to start from where you are. You have to start from where you are. Hallelujah. And it's that doubling mindset that we require. I see that Elisha had that mindset. Elisha had that mindset. He said, when Elijah asked him, ask. What do you want? He says, I want a what? A double portion. A double. I want double of your spirit. Was it greed? You see, the religious mind will say, this guy is so greedy. Why is he asking for double? Why is he asking for extra? It's according to his hunger. Amen? Amen? He asked for double. And you know, if you go and count all the miracles that happen in the life of Elisha, they are exactly double. Compare them to the miracles that happen in the life of Elijah. You count the ones that happen in the life of Elisha. Exactly double. I'm telling you, go check it out. It's exactly double. The last one was the one that his bones 
the one that they were carrying his bones. And it fell on a dead man. The dead man woke up. Because his faith was for double. Even though he was dead and gone, his bone had to finish that. You see, so when you start thinking like that, and you start praying like that, you start believing like that, and you start expecting like that, it, it will happen. It will happen. So, you have to double your influence. How many people are in your sphere of influence? Start thinking like that. Okay? Those of you, there are some of you that are, you know, you, you know yourself. You have lots of friends. How are you going to double that? Yeah, think. You, you need to think like that. How are you going to double that? Obviously, you're doubling it for a reason. Because, remember, it's a kingdom principle. So, everything must be linked to the kingdom. I am an introvert. I don't, I don't, I'm not a people person. Well done. The kingdom is about people. Amen? You have to start thinking people. Because Jesus came to die for people. He shed his blood for people. All right? And when you go to heaven, the only thing you will take with you is people. So, it's not about your personality. It's about the master's desire. But I, what, I, what shook my mind on that scripture is the master looked and says, you wicked and lazy. So, laziness is a cousin to wickedness. Why was he calling him lazy? Because if you apply your mind, you will see a way to multiply. You will see a way to double it. But you didn't. So the least would have been to just get interest. Now, it's not that that's what the master had in mind. The master expected to come back and receive two, double. And I'm telling you, God is going to ask you one day, what have you done with what I gave you? Are you ready for that assignment? Are you ready? It's not yours. The skill. You say, but I went to school, I learned this. Who gave you the brain to learn it? You have to steward that brain. You have to steward it. Are you, have you been able to make somebody like you? To think like you? To be as informed as you? Or you're just shining alone? Local champion. No. We must, we must kill that mindset. Amen? And we're not going to be the, the, we're not going to have just a consumer mindset. Start thinking of how we can produce. So when you receive your salary, all you think of is your account. 
when you have an increase, you think of opening more accounts. Is that not what happens? Yeah, I've been wanting to open this account since I'm just waiting. No. You should start thinking, you should start thinking, how am I going to multiply this? Right? Yeah. Even your impact, you need to find a way to double your impact. Maybe there are some people you support. There are some people you help here and there. Can you double that, please? We're supporting Pilani. Pumi, we need to double it. We need to get another orphanage. Gypsy is waiting. Okay, we need to double that. We have to, we must double everything. Amen. So, we need to, how many people are in church because of you? Very, very simple, very simple. Hmm? Come on, just look straight. Nobody will know. Yeah. So you need to start thinking double. Whatever role it is you are playing, who else is able to do what you are doing hmm? because of you? That's a way of doubling. At least we have double pastors. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. So we it's a mindset that needs to that's the new paradigm, that's the new default. Doubling. I am a doubler. Hallelujah. Everything you give to me will be doubled. In the name of Jesus. No project will die in my hands. Huh? So, you are running a business, you must double. Come on, it's time to double your turnover. Your turnover must double. Receive the doubling anointing over your business in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Hallelujah. He's opening double doors. Why do you think he's opening double doors? Because you need to, we need, we, we need to have a double impact. In the marketplace, you need to have a double impact. Amen? People should know you as a doubler. Let, you need to have that as your new identity. This person, anything you give her, doubles, she doubles it. You want that? You, you need to desire it. You need to seek it. You need to pursue it. You need to exert yourself. Hallelujah. You need to double your commitment. Everything must be double. Your commitment must be double. Hallelujah. I'm just praying, finding out from God how I can love him more. Yeah, I want to double it. I want to double it. How can I seek him and pursue him more? I want to double it. What I'm doing this year, thank God for what has happened this year. 
Next year, I want to give him double. How about that? It's possible. Amen? And I believe that it is a rema for us. God is preparing us. You are no longer going to be limited by your past. Yes, God is preparing you. He's giving you the capacity to double. Do you know that it's not, very, it's not, it's not easy to double? Huh? But by grace, by the supernatural power of God, you can do it. Amen? Jacob found a way to double even though he was serving a crooked master, his father-in-law, that changed his, his income ten times, brought it down ten times. Nobody has had that experience here. Is there anybody? They, instead of promoting you, they demote you one time. Then after, they demote you again. Then they demote you again. Then they demote you again. And you have nowhere to go. You have to keep serving. You have to keep working there. Ten times. Ten levels down. But yet, in the midst of that, guess what? He went to pray. God gave him an idea. How to double. <laughs> so, you need to pray. Ask God. Because there is a way to do it. Amen? There's a way to do it. We already um, we have already started thinking of how we're going to double things. So I trust that God, this word is like a seed that God has sown into your spirit. Okay? Start thinking doubles. Hmm? It's, 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 not, it's not just double vision. Think double. And God has, is a reason why he gave us two eyes, not just one eye. He wants double. You need to start seeing. Hallelujah. Why don't we talk to God? Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Lord, I want, I want a double portion. Yes. And the reason... Elisha asked for double. It wasn't just so that he could feel great. It was so that he could touch double the number of lives. Double the number of lives that Elijah touched. And he did that. He did that. So the purpose for double is so that we can reach more people. So that we can impact more people. Amen. Hallelujah. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.